Hello, welcome to a special edition of the Academy Securities Geopolitical and Macro Strategy Podcast. Today's date is March 3rd, 2019, and I'm your host, Andrew Robinson. Today, we will be discussing the Hanoi summit that recently occurred between President Trump and North Korean Chairman Kim Jong-un. The summit lasted two days and did not result in any formal agreement. There have been reports from both nations' governments that the leaders were largely unable to agree regarding the lifting of sanctions. We have Rachel Washburn, Major General James Spider-Marks, and Lieutenant General Bob Walsh weigh in on the implications of this recent summit. Now here's Rachel Washburn from Academy Securities. General Marks, given how the second summit ended and that no formal agreement was signed, what is your outlook on the negotiations with North Korea? How do you view that decision? Uh, what can we expect moving forward? Well, as the president returns to the United States and Chairman Kim now arrives back in Pyongyang and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is traveling in the region, an initial stop in the Philippines to essentially talk to friends and allies about what just took place in Hanoi, those that are have the greatest interest regionally in terms of this great threat that Pyongyang poses. I think it's important that we take just a couple minutes to provide a little bit of, a, of an assessment of how the Academy Securities team uh, lay down of what the summit would look like between the President and Chairman Kim uh, that we provided in advance and, and kind of give you, a, I would say, a, a grade in terms of our effort. It's that important that we do that. And I hope we can get a number of voices here today to provide that assessment as we move forward. It's very critical that the United States get its arms around this existential problem. So, so going into the, to the summit, we evaluated that the president would have to be able to lift the sanctions, but in return, he would have to ensure that there was an effort to create the protocols that were necessary for the United States and, let's be clear, the global community to get a better sense of what Pyongyang had in terms of its nuclear capability. We had to establish a baseline. That baseline is simply uh, an assessment on our on our part right now based on initial conversations, what the North Koreans have declared and what the United States intelligence community has been able to determine. What we need to do is begin those inspections, establish the baseline and move forward. And as a result of that, if Chairman Kim had allowed the United States to begin this process of inspections that included the international community, that included the non-proliferation treaty protocols that are in, that were in, that are in place, we would see right now an effort. You'd see aircraft landing in Pyongyang right now to begin that process. And we could, based on that, begin to lift sanctions. Clearly, that's not what happened. But at least those elements were in place. What the North Koreans did offer up was that they would shut down the Yongbyon nuclear facility. That by itself is essential, but not sufficient. What needed to be done also is the United States needs to be able to get its arms around all the facilities that are in the enrichment of uranium process. And also, as, as I said up front, we've got to establish what, what's the baseline. What are all these facilities out there? What are all the, the hidden doors that are out there that we need to be able to, to open up and determine are part of what we call these treaty limiting items? If we're going to establish protocols, if we're going to try to denuclearize North Korea and the North Koreans agree to some pathway toward denuclearization, it has to begin with understanding what we have. That didn't take place. So sadly, we're in a position now where the president, I think, 
sadly, we don't get a deal. And I think the president made a very strong decision, pretty bold decision to say, no, it's just not good enough. And oh, by the way, we're, we're not in a rush. So the key thing now is the ball's in Pyongyang's court. What are they going to do? Are they going to continue to uh, conduct nuclear tests? They haven't done that in over a year. Are they going to continue to develop and test missiles? They haven't done that in over a year. It's very important that the United States now continue the dialogue to see if we can get closer to what looks like an agreement that would allow us to be comfortable with what North Korea has and we can help North Korea find this path forward to a much brighter future that includes, number one, the Kim regime remains in place. Look, you can, you can do what you want to do, Kim, but we, you, we cannot allow you to have nukes. Now, as we've stated all along, denuclearization of North Korea is probably aspirational and is not going to take place. However, if I was advising Kim, I'd say, look, Chairman Kim, sign up for denuclearization. Start opening the doors. Let's get some inspectors in here. We can play long ball with this. We can stall the process all we want. We can continue to sign up for more inspectors and more places where they can go. We reap incredible benefits if we do that, and you're not going anywhere. So improve the economy in North Korea, and in fact, maybe even strengthen your position. So my assessment is, there's still work to be done. Secretary of State Pompeo's got the lead. I'm confident that we can continue to move forward. But at least we're talking and at least we're engaging with the North Koreans. Previous administrations have not been able to do that. General Walsh, what is your perspective on the matter? If I was going to take the perspective of where we are with uh, North Korea, I would take the perspective on as a former service member. And I think service members... Uh, more than anyone else, hope we never have to go to war. We always hope that uh, our professional diplomats in the State Department do their jobs and are successful at what they do. And if they do, then we never have to go to war. So I'd stop and look back and look at where we were two years ago. And I think many in the military were looking very seriously at planning and going to war with North Korea at that point in time. And if you roll the clock forward to where we are today... You can look at and see that we haven't had a nuclear test since September of 2017, and the last missile launch occurred a month after that. So if I stop and look, I would say the path we are on is all positive. Though the negotiations may not have gotten exactly where the administration wanted this week, I think everything in the larger perspective, it's been very positive. The talks are going to continue uh, to be scheduled. And I think we're moving forward in the right direction. And from a military and a diplomatic perspective, it's all been positive. And I think the proof is, as you look at the actions of North Korea, and what I said was there has been no nuclear tests or any missile launches in 2018. Thank you, General Walsh. And thank you very much to Rachel Washburn and Major General Spider Marks. This has been a special edition of the Academy Securities Geopolitical and Macro Strategy Podcast. If you have any questions for our team, please email us at infoacademysecurities.com. I'm your host, Andrew Robinson, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.